Welcome to Toe to Toe, a podcast for realtors where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for realtors to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Merkland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of the Toe to Toe podcast. Jen Mertlin, myself, Monica Weekly, and we're so happy you're here. And today, we're going to throw it down over this. Jen, you ready? I'm ready. All right. We're going to always ready for a good fight. Good. Let's do it. We're going (laughs) to duke it out over this. How long should an agent try a new technique before pivoting? In other words, how? Hmm. How long should you try a marketing technique or a sales technique in some way before you move on to the next? (laughs) I'm guessing you've got an opinion on this, Ms. Merlin. I am never have an opinion. I think, okay, so I see so many agents that they listen to whatever, they go to a class and like, oh, I'm going to do that. And then they like, quote unquote, try it. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think before I answer the question, (laughs) I'm going to take a step back and say, you know, if you're thinking of trying a new tech and trying is a bad word, if you're going to be implementing a new technique in your business, I think first you have to make sure that it's like, what does it really take? What Like, what do you need to stop or start doing about your current process? Do you have time to do this new technique to its fullness? And then also set the standards for what does success mean in this new technique? Mm -hmm. Now, anytime I've tried something, it's been at least three months, Mm -hmm. but really it's probably more like six, but that's like me doing it, like really doing it not like you're consistent and it totally went all in on it. Right. Not like half-assing because what I find is like, you hear all these, these people speaking, Oh, this is what I do. This is what I do. But they they're telling you about their results and how they're doing it now. What they forget to tell you is about how long it took them to perfect that. And so you have to like add some space in for you to like, implement the technique and be like, oh wait, you got to tweak it a little bit before you get it to where you really are like, okay, yeah, I I can do this now. Then that begins where you're like testing and measuring it. Does that make sense? And that's why I think Mm -hmm. it generally takes like six months. So your gut is that most people who try these new techniques aren't giving it long enough or the level of intensity to really gauge whether or not this might work for their business. Well, I think they, I think it's just, yeah, I think they're just like trying it and trying something is stupid. Either freaking do it or don't do it. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Um, So here's, here's my take on this. First of all, why are you doing the thing that Hmm. you're doing? Are you doing it because you saw somebody doing it and you're comparing your business inside to the outside of some other business? In other words, you see the top agent in your marketplace um, doing really well with Zillow leads and you're going to do Zillow leads. Right. Well, you got to talk to that person. How long have they been doing this to get those results? Because you're measuring what you think 
are achievable results. But what you don't know is they experimented with it for three freaking years. Right. That's the kind of business they want is transactional when you don't want that kind of business. Like I think Mm -hmm. we ought to like really think, does this approach get me where I want to be and give me the kind of business I want. And there's mm-hmm. an exercise. Like, is that, it in line with yeah, does your it overall plan? Right. I think that's a really good Yeah. And question. the reason is because, so Jackie Bowman, a friend of mine who's a coach, she uh, has this exercise where you write down all the ways you can make money in real estate. I mean, how long is that? Ridiculous. How long is that scroll? <laughs> it's a long, it's a long scroll. And you just, you dump everything out of your brain. There's no judgment. And then you put these two columns next to it. And one column at the top has a dollar sign and the other column has a smiley face. And you go through each of these and you check off, can I make money doing this activity? And does this activity make me happy? Can That's I make money? such a cute idea. Isn't that great? Because there are a lot of things that you can make money on, but you would put a frowny face or you would Ooh. not check the smiley face. Like me, cold calling expired, frown face. I would hate it. Could I make money? For sure. But if I say to myself today, because I'm desperate or bored, I'm going to call expired. Well, I don't you do not have it. to be desperate and bored to call expired. Well, for me, I would <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not transactional, right? I, I want to do business with people I know and that you and I are just different it's in that way. It's increasing your friends list, Monica, when that you talk to well, people you don't know. all true. Everybody you know now are people you didn't know before. This is true. This is true. <laughs> Which is why like, if I look at your business model and I think I'm going to do that, I had to just be real sure I can do what you do every day. We mm-hmm. compare our business to other agents' businesses, but we don't compare what they do every day to get that business to what we would do. Does that make sense? That makes sense. So like in your experience, when you, like I know when you finally got me to do the Facebook stuff that you coach to, mm-hmm. we'll just call it the Facebook stuff. Let's call it the Facebook stuff. <laughs> I would say that it was me consistently doing it for four or five months. And we were like (sighs) tracking it and testing it. And I mean, I was being grumpy about it, Mm -hmm. but like doing it right. Like every day. And that, that seems like something so simple. It's Mm -hmm. like, like and comment Mm -hmm. 50 times, have five conversations. Like all, it seems like a simple task but it really took a long time to gain traction. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm saying really six months. Mm -hmm. But like the last thing, the last new technique that you implemented, how long did it take you? I would say, you know, I think your three months is a good time or maybe shorter as far as can you see this being a sustainable process? And that's where um, my my coach, Hank uh, Avank, has a green light, yellow light, red light process Mm -hmm. he does when he does this. And so, hey, I'm going to do this new technique for two months. And if at two months I have this, I'll keep going. If at two months I have this, maybe less than that result, I'm going to slow down here a little bit and see. And if two months I don't even have this, then I'm going to stop this and pivot and move. Where you give yourself those markers Mm -hmm. to unemotionally judge what's going on. Does that make sense? I do like that. I talked to Ralph Lord, who's an agent in um, New Hampshire, and he's Mm -hmm. actually going to be on the bonus uh, episode for this too. Thanks, Ralph. Yeah, he's cool. But here's, he calls it a debrief. And that's exactly what you're talking about with Hank. And he says, he does like a debrief with himself. He says, 
the first thing is, did I take enough action to achieve the desired outcome? Yes. Because that's what, and I think that's a good point too, because a lot of people that I work with and agents I talk to, they're like, well, I really want this outcome. And it's like, okay, well, are you, you know, are you doing the work? Right. And then they're like, well, Well, (laughs) here's the classic, the classic example. I talk to people, well, open houses just haven't worked for me. Honestly, in the last three months, how many open houses have you done? Um, three. Or one. <laughs> or one. Right. Listen, quit judging yourself. That's actually not fair to judge yourself on that. I want you right. to do four a weekend for three months. Well, and not and only we'll do them, about. but do them seventh level right. or whatever right. you want to follow, do them correctly. Right. And that's that's what he's talking about too. Like for cold calling, you're not just going to pick up the phone and be like, do you want to buy a house? Yes or no? Click. Do you want to buy a house? Yes or no? Click. Oh, it's not working. Well, right. Because you're weird. Right. <laughs> you're not doing <laughs> like, it right. Yeah. So it's like, if you're going to do open houses, then have at least 10 signs out, advertise it, talk, call people, drop off flyers or mail or whatever, yep. and do, do the work. His okay. second thing is quality. Was the quality of your actions sufficient? And what about them needs to change? And then the third is mindset. What mm-hmm. did I think about it? So that goes in line with what Jackie does with the- Yeah, this is something face. you enjoy doing, right? Yeah, but right. I think, I mean- Definitely. Did you do the work and are you happy about it? That's perfect. It goes along with this idea of experimentation and you used a word almost like that. If you're, this is really what you're doing is experimenting. And if you think about what a scientist does during an experiment, they look for what doesn't work as Mm -hmm. much as what does. Right. And so, but it's got to be the right, you know, number of samples. It's got to be for the right amount of time. It has to have all these like things. But if you're going to experiment with something, put the rules down for it. Yeah. And not right now when you've got a bunch of time because it's COVID-19 and things are a little slow for you. Because if you're going to try to put something into your life right now, well, when you're back in the spring and summer market, your day is going to be different. Might not be sustainable, you know? That's like being realistic with yourself yeah. of what what is this really going to take likely? Mm-hmm. And then do I where would I fit that in and where I can fit it in? Does it make sense to do that activity? Yep, you got it. In general, quit committing to things you don't freaking want to do. There are so many ways to make I money mean, in real estate. There's some things you have to do that you don't want to do. No, if you pick one thing you want to do, and if you do it at the highest level, at the highest consistency for the right length of time, now some of those things might be a really freaking long time, which is the problem, but you can you can make a business out of what makes you happy. You don't have to do shit you don't like to But do. if you don't, I also, I want to challenge that a little bit because I think if there's a piece of the business that like you want to do, like let's say you want to do open houses, but you just don't like doing some of um, you don't want to do it like where you have, where you call the neighbors and call around or call areas where the current buyers live now. And maybe this is like a move up house or whatever. You don't want to do that. Maybe you by because you don't like that, maybe you can figure out a way that does work right. to do the open houses at a higher level. So I would say like, just because you don't like it, maybe try to think about, is there an interesting different way that does work? If that's something you want to 
Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. And I'm not talking about being like a six-year-old, like, I don't want to do anything, so I'm not going to do it. I mean, of course, within like the- Six or 30, whatever, you know. It's all the same to me. No, I, I get what you're saying. But yes, instead of beating your head against the wall, because what's going to happen is you, you can't beat your head against the wall forever. You're going to give right. up. And You'll so therefore, why even freaking do it? You know, when you want to, oh, I'm going to do a, I'm going to farm a neighborhood and I'm going to do a newsletter every month. And you do it for three months and you quit because nothing has happened. I mean, farming uh, a neighborhood with a newsletter 12 to 24 months before you start. At least. And it depends on the neighborhood too. Like don't just do it to any neighborhood. Look at the data. It does that neighborhood have a lot of people moving in and out of it. And I forget what that's called. I think it's like attrition. I don't know. Attrition. Anyway, (laughs) but like look at it and say, is this a viable neighborhood? Like, does this make sense? If you're going to do open houses, choose strategically. Is this a price point you want to be in? Like what about, why are you choosing this? Have a purpose behind it. That's right. And just because you have the money to send out the mailer right now, does not mean you'll have it into the second month, the third month, the fourth month, the 12th month. Like the budget of budget. the project should be approved by you today. Yeah. And knowing that you have it to complete it. Right. Otherwise you are literally throwing money away as an agent. Agreed. So I guess we should go back to our corners. I think Let's we can do that. <laughs> All right. We'll take a short break, hear a word from our sponsor. And when we return, we'll have the final punches. Do you have an entrepreneur mindset? Do you believe in the power of building wealth versus just selling houses? There's a new kind of business model for realtors, and you owe it to yourself to see why top agents and teams are aligning their future with the fastest growing real estate company in the world. EXP Realty, tomorrow's brokerage today. For more information or a private discussion, go to the Toe to Toe Podcast Facebook page and send a private message telling us you'd like to learn more about EXP Realty. Welcome back. Before we ring the bell for the final round, Jen, I know you talked a little bit about what Ralph said, which is Mm -hmm. awesome. Was there any other indication from any other conversations you have? Anything Yeah, most actually, most agents that replied, most people were saying about a year. So they were longer than what we thought. And a lot of people said it really depends on what you're trying to do. But in general, they felt like a year was the time frame. Good. So if you've tried something for a week or two and you're like, yeah, it doesn't work for me. Can we just remove try? Let's just take that out of your- It really makes my ears bleed, honestly. (laughs) Just do it or not. Either one is fine. All right. (laughs) Well, let's get back inside the ring and close out with our final round. I don't really think we disagreed, but what's your, what's your closing argument there, Monica? But I don't know. Maybe we disagreed on, I don't think you have to try it for six months necessarily. I think there are other mile markers to assess along the way. You know, if you have Mm -hmm. done consistently the work for three months and you're still enjoying it and you're seeing that it's sustainable and you're seeing that it's, you know, something that fits into your business or feels like it aligns with your business, then where did you expect to be at three months? And are you there? And if Mm -hmm. you're not quite there, like Ralph says, let's reassess. Mm -hmm. If you're not even anywhere near, then freaking pivot and move. If uh, successful people aren't afraid to stop something and leave it just because they've invested some money or some time. Successful people are willing to identify that this is not 
getting them where they need to be and pivot unapologetically. I think the problem is people are just inconsistent. They think like three open houses is enough to judge whether or not I can do open houses. And to your point, they stuck a sign in the yard and put it on the MLS, like not enough, not Mm -hmm. enough. So uh, I think there's just some more stuff versus just straight time frame is all I'm saying. Yeah, I guess, uh, I mean, I'm going to agree with you too, but except for the piece, I I think it takes longer than that. I think in the beginning, you have to decide up front, what are the results you're looking for? What is the, we talked about this, what is the budget that Mm -hmm. will likely need to be invested in that? Mm -hmm. And what are the steps that I need to take in order to make this a success? Like, have Mm -hmm. I talked to enough people that are successful in this strategy mm-hmm. that I fully understand that this, what the strategy is and how it fits into my current process. And then, yeah, I like the idea of reevaluating it often. I just think that those first couple of months you are tweaking it so mm-hmm. that you can't really start the timeline of how long until you get it to where you're it's like a well-oiled machine. And that's mm-hmm. why I think it takes like six months. Mm-hmm. Well, and to your point then, what I'm thinking about while you're talking is this, is really you're collecting evidence Correct. for six months. You're unattached to the outcome. Right. You're not worried about whether or not- You're attached to that money results. you're spending though, so you better- <laughs> That's right, so you better be doing it. But really collect the evidence so that you can say, all right, for six months, I spent this many hours and this many dollars, and I did this consistently, and I got nothing. Okay, that's pretty good evidence that you might want to either tweak what you're saying or how you're doing yeah. it or freaking leave it and go. I do want to have like a word of caution here. So I know a lot of people have sent us messages about having people call for them because they don't want to call and things like that. I think any, and I am not a proponent of having people call for you. I know there's some people that it works for, but most people it doesn't. So if there's like any strategy that sounds like it is the miracle of all miracles workaround, yeah, and you don't see a lot of people using it, I would wonder, I would ask yourself why before Mm -hmm. you go spending a bunch of money. And plus there are tons of like low, like things that don't cost a lot of money that you can do too, mm-hmm. to increase your business or increase efficiencies or whatever it is your strategy you're trying to do. Very you true. Agree? I agree wholeheartedly. In fact, if you at some point in your business want somebody to be calling for you, that's all the more reason that you need to do it for six months Yeah, so that you've been in the shoes mm-hmm. and then and you can coach and train. Yeah. You can't just, uh, it's not just a workaround. Right. Agreed. I'm I'm sure somebody can uh, show us an example where that's not the case, but I would say just more times than not, I've seen that fail. Well, I mean, right. So you just have to figure out what is it? What is it? Nothing is perfect, right? No, there's no magic pill to this business. And I think that's really the point. There are a lot, there are people that do use tactics successfully that you're like, that would never work for me. And that's fine. It doesn't, that's the whole point of this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. What Monica does doesn't work for me. What I do doesn't work for her. So, but we each take bits and pieces from each other's process. That's like, okay, I can take that little piece and that does right. work for me. Right. I call them nuggets. Like find the nuggets. A nuggets better than a piece. <laughs> it's I love chicken nuggets, man. <laughs> do you? Chick-fil-A, chicken oh, nuggets. Lord. Chick-fil-A. Mm. Don't get me started on the hate, I the love hate nuggets that are served at Chick-fil-A. You hate them? Well, first of all, I don't eat meat. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> second of all, 
I've known you for like 10 years. I cannot remember yeah, that. I don't so mean, and second of all, the reputation that Chick-fil-A, now don't be sending me hate mail on this, but the reputation is Send it to her. Chick-fil-A at their highest leadership levels do not tolerate uh, the LGBT community. They are, have a yeah. very religious, faithful background and they aren't very accommodating for my people. And oh, so peeps. I call them hate, hate nuggets that they serve. Yeah, <laughs> they taste delicious. I'm aware. That's what everybody <laughs> says. So right. I get it. Don't send me anything. I'm just passing on with the. Definitely don't send her nuggets. Send those my way. Yeah, exactly. And if you don't have Chick-fil-A where you live, get some. <sighs> okay. All right. I think that's going to have to be the end of today's battle, Jen. Yep. All right, guys, what do you. What do you think about today? Go to our Facebook page. That's Toe to Toe Podcast page. Tell us what you think. Did uh, I mean we didn't really duke it out? We had a couple of slaps across the face here and there, <laughs> but I wouldn't say it was a knockout anywhere. Please stop slapping me. It's not okay. nice. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's battle, and we hope you heard something that will help you. And if you um, have a topic you want us to talk about, definitely go to the Facebook page, Toe to Toe Podcast, and let us know about it. Thanks, Monica. Thanks, Jen. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toe to Toe Podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.